All right, we got we got COMT Connor Osme Tito's performing a freestyle that he is going to self-title. Uh, also, Connor Osme Tito's. All yes, right. sir. COMT, I need four bars right now. Give it to me. All right, where's my snare? There's no snare in my headphones. All right, here we go. So everybody from the 563, put your motherfucking hands up and follow me. Everybody from the 563, put your motherfucking hands up. Now, while he stands tough, notice that Connor's team is really rough. The waiver wire's got you gassed up. Now, who's afraid of the big bad wolf? One pock, two pock, three pock, four. My team is great, and we are ready for war. Russell is the leader. He will lead us to heaven. Steelers Super Bowl champs, I'm talking number seven. All right, welcome back to week eight. eight. Yeah. Of the fantasy fuck boys, kind of, kind of weird. We went a little bit off schedule with our midseason. Didn't realize how often we were going to repeat ourselves, but you know that's what what drunkenness does. I found some half-eaten tacos and uh, a half-eaten bag of Cheetos, and my mic is all dirty from <laughs> from beer and and tacos and everything else. Um, but I think we enjoyed it. So yeah, I, yeah I, it was a good time. I don't know if anybody else did, but let's uh, let's three podcasts in one week. I guess this will be once you yep. once we finish this one, which you know I'm just gonna get started off early. That's three more than the Hezzy Jimbo Pullup has put out in the last month. In in this past week, we have put out one sixth of what the Hezzy Pullup Jimbo has put out in the last two years. And they are a weekly podcast. So I quote unquote on weekly or bi weekly, whatever they want to call it, still haven't seen a finals episode that I've seen. Who won? So I, who, I don't who know. Won the finals? All the people it in wasn't India. the Nuggets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my bad. My That's bad. cheap cheap shot. I guess we can not inter- a good way to start your time on the g- show. I guess we can kinda of introduce ourselves. I uh, uh, I guess for the like ten people that listen that probably don't actually know who we are, it's probably bots. But I'm Travis, here with my co host David. Feeling good. Got a win. We both got wins. Big big wins. And then our uh, our guest, if you can tell from his rap name, C-O-M-T, Connor owes me Tito's. Again, Connor owes him Tito's. Uh, Jack Folk here uh, with, with a pretty solid rap, you know, to... Uh, uh, it's not really plagiarism. It's, it's closer to a Weird Al style uh, parody, but... Went with the B Rabbit final rap. So really appreciate you guys having me on. I'm blessed to be here today. Yeah, glad you uh, glad you made the trip from from Iowa City. Been quarantined, so he's all good. What do you think of the? I I meant to, I meant to have us name the studio on Saturday because we talked oh, about we it. Oh, should have. Yeah. But I uh, I was way too drunk. I like I said threw up before like an hour before we even started. Oh, it was less than an hour. Well, I mean, it felt you, like an hour. <laughs> I. The game was over, and I was waiting for you to come back downstairs from throwing up so that we could start recording. Oh, it, it definitely well, felt like a yeah, long time in Yeah, because you threw up while Story was getting the Taco Johns. I Wait, don't... Taco Johns over Taco Bell? Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. my God. No. Only for Olay's. Oh, Only wait. for Olay's. Oh, uh, the stuffed grilled taco. I... Speaking of which, I beat Adam this week, 
and won myself a stuffed grilled taco. Did you steal a base or something like that? Was it like the World Series uh, bet? No, I bet Adam that I would beat him this week for a stuffed grilled taco. M- Mookie bets it, though, I'm pretty sure. Yes, so. we all got two free tacos, maybe? Because he so. had two stolen bases in game one? I think so. Oh, he, did I miss it? No, I, it's after the World Series. Oh. I'm a fan of Taco Bell. I don't I don't dislike it. I... I used to be able to eat it. My my system physically can't hold it. Oh, I'm not saying it does good stuff to your body, but the taste is immaculate. You can get like 10 tacos for $10. Yeah. It hurts me. You can do 10 burritos too. They have dollar burritos. It hurts. It hurts me physically. So I can't, like, the taste isn't good enough to, I I don't know. But anyway, uh, we've got, I guess, a pretty quick show. That's what we're hoping. Mm -hmm. Run through it pretty smoothly. Not, Not go over too much. It wasn't really a super eventful week. Another. Relatively low scoring. I think we, for the most part, everybody's getting back to that spot that we said, like 125 points. So uh, per week, that's what we think everybody's going to kind of average out eventually. But uh, we'll, we'll go over recaps, wagers, then go into weekly matchups and wagers again as well. So uh, first we'll start out with some, some fantasy news. Any big news? I know Chris Godwin got marked out already Chris Godwin will be out this week um Allen Robinson concussion might be out I guess Philip Lindsay would be in that same boat Philip Lindsay same thing uh Andy Dalton yeah I don't probably I would think with the way he got hit would he be able to come back this yeah I have no idea he he flew home with the team so uh Bostic, I don't know his first name, but they said he's yeah, not John going, Bostic. He's not gonna get any suspension for that. That's or crazy. a fine or anything? He got fined. He might get a what, I thought. was it like fifteen thousand? Yeah. Which I mean I know it's a lot of money and even to like lower players it's it's a lot of money. But James Harrison was getting fined like hundred thousand dollars for flipping quarterbacks on their head. It might it seemed like much less. Yes, at least. I would agree. That that hit was one of the scarier hits we've seen on a QB since uh, the Teddy Bridgewater injury against the Seahawks when he slid down and got knocked out. Yeah, cold. I mean, it's one of those things. He didn't even need to do it. Like once the quarterback slides, he's down. Like he gives himself up. So, yeah, I know you know, a lot of people. It's not like you have to get a touch on the quarterback once they start sliding. No, I, I know a lot of people complain that the league's going soft or whatever. But I'm definitely one for. I don't love all the targeting calls, but I, I'm one for protecting players where they're not going to be vegetables at 55 years old or, you know, trying to kill themselves, CTE. So, or I'm pretty sure I said CET. Regardless, I, I want to avoid that, and I think that uh, they make a lot of money and probably don't get as compensated as they, like, as much money as they bring in so especially for the guys that aren't making 15 million a year yeah then and, and taking those hits even even those guys in comparison to other sports aren't making nearly as much money as they probably should be look at basketball baseball everything else so yeah and then uh i guess moving on with more injuries like debo had the hamstring uh I don't know. There are lots of like little injuries. Yeah, Chris I believe Carson they said, had the foot sprain. Uh, Tyler Higby should be back this week as well. Yeah, who obviously Goff loves. Yeah, it's, it was weird because it wasn't like week two or was it week two or three when they had all those huge injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we it would have been week two because I was definitely down 
on my team a little bit when Marlon Mack went down with that torn Achilles in week one. And then I remember coming out of week two just thinking the whole well, 49ers team <laughs> got injured. Yeah, Saquon, at least Christian. At least I didn't lose everybody on my team yeah. like some of these guys did. So. so lots of injuries this week, but not nearly as severe for any of them. And Kenyon not Drake's as huge only players. Two weeks, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, I think with that, if we kind of lead into news on former injuries, there are supposed to be a lot of guys coming back this week. Michael Thomas, Christian McCaffrey for you. Yep. Um, and maybe if they don't come back, they're at least like right there on the, the edge mm-hmm. of coming back. Miles Sanders is up in the air. So it it's nice at least that these guys are having minor injuries if they're having injuries. Uh, so I'm I'm interested to see how that, I guess, plays out and affects the league. Yeah, definitely. Mostert's got to be close too, right? He went on IR. Oh, so he's got to go a minimum of four? He's four three, three uh, now, right? It might be three, yeah. I think he still has to be out this week, but then the next week he can come back. And they might go into their Oh, they might go into bye. their bye. So what's Man. everyone's predictions for when we're going to see Antonio Brown on the field this year? I mean, I mean probably this, this week, say, at least a I guess, snaps with this Chris week. Godwin out. Yeah, try to get someone lined up across from Mike Evans. I still feel bad. I don't. I don't know if we talked about it on Saturday at all, but I feel bad for guys like Scotty Miller and uh, what's his name, the rookie from Minnesota, something Johnson, right? Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson. There you go. Yep, yep. I feel because both of them have performed really well, and now Antonio Brown, since he's Antonio Brown, he's going to vault right in front of him. So. Yep. Um, I think that he'll be fine. Did you see Bruce Arians' comment on him? He's going to uh, play for the Antonio team Brown? or something like that. He said... All I'd, I've seen a lot of this stuff that basically it seems like Bruce Arians hates Antonio Brown. Yeah. And didn't really... He says it wasn't like... He said it wasn't Tom Brady's choice to bring Antonio Brown in. But then the stuff that he said, like since they like, since it came out that they were signing him, really makes it feel like uh, Bruce Arian hates Antonio Brown. Yeah, so he said, the last quote I saw him say was, if Antonio Brown, and, and I quote, if Antonio Brown starts bitching about playing time and touches, then we're going to have some real problems. So when your coach says that before you even step on the field or take a practice snap, then it's kind of concerning, I'd say. Yeah, so. just a bit. And we already saw Brady couldn't keep him in check in New England when you have Belichick there, who's more of a disciplinarian than anybody else in the league. So, Yeah, I mean, hopefully for him, he can kind of, you know, turn it around or whatever. But, yeah, I'm not sure. All right, so does anybody have any more player news? No, not really. No? And and I'm sure everybody could hear. Des got picked up. Des did. Practice practice squad. Practice squad. That's true. I'm sure everybody can kind of hear that we turned up our mics a little bit now. So we had, it, it seems, the same time every week. I don't know why, since we don't have it really scheduled that way. But the air comes on right at the beginning of the podcast, and probably will if we don't get it done. It'll probably come on again at, like, the 30-minute mark. But anyway, we'll, uh, we'll move into recaps of this past week. And we'll start with me. Uh, almost got that 100-point win on Jesse, 188.95 to 92.2. It was nice to finally score points, 
don't really have a lot to say about it. I just hope that my team can put up maybe not even close, but 120 to 150 points a week versus 190. I'm not expecting this or 45 points from Tyler Lockett very often. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. I was going to try to do a pun off of Jesse's team name, but I don't really, I was going to say you really made Jesse Swaller this week. I, is, does that work? Does that? Yeah, I mean, it. yeah, I guess. It depends on what, like, is it a bad thing or a good thing? I, I mean, think it's a good, well, good thing for you, not for Jesse. I guess, in prison at least, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you made Jesse your bitch. Essentially, he, he held my pocket, so. <laughs> um, you, Jack, do you have anything to say on it? Uh, your, play, your team played great, obviously. You're going to struggle to lose games if you have five people that are scoring 20 points. Um, but yeah, Jesse's team needs some work. Definitely needs some work. Starting Zach Moss at running back is going to be tough the rest of the year, so we'll see how that plays out. I'll talk about it a little bit later with his team. And you know what? Screw it. I'll just say it now. But Rashad Penny being on his IR spot I think will really help. Right now, DJ Dallas is the only healthy running back for Seattle, and Rashad really looked solid last year when he played for him. So if you can get that, him back I don't know that he will be enough to help his team vault into the playoffs or even uh, or, or make a run I guess at a championship but it should help him stay out of last place he just needs one serviceable running back I guess I guess my only thing with it is like Rashad Penny's still on the the pup so like who knows if he'll even be back it could be like what the fuck his name is that was on the Texans that I held on to for like the entire year last year. Yeah, it was. He was out of Texas. Yeah. Uh, damn it, I can't remember his name, but yeah, you know who I'm talking. about. I know about, who you're yeah. talking about. I Big Bruiser he, out of Texas. I I thought I he was going to be great once he came back, and they at the beginning of the year they only thought it was going to be like a couple weeks, and then he was on the pup for literally the entire season. Yeah. Well, they thought uh, Reichwell Armstead was only going to be on the COVID list for two weeks this year. And yeah, then and then he ended up being in the season. hospital. I don't, that's, twice. That's twice, some, yeah. more, some more news. That's really concerning. Kind of feel for him there. You know, people haven't really been taking it seriously, but he's an NFL player in the prime of his career, and he's Top-shape athlete. Hospitalized twice from it. So uh, I, I think there's a lot of political stuff that can go into it and about how the virus disproportionately affects black Americans versus white Americans, but we won't go into it too deeply. I just feel bad for him. Hopefully he is able to return next season. It sounds like he's out for the season now. Yeah, so. they already mm-hmm. said that he won't be back for the season. It, yeah, it's definitely one of those things you have to be concerned about the long-term outlook too because, like they said, it can like mess with your heart and lungs and stuff, so if he can't get back to the same shape that he was in when he – got into the league like his career could just be done we don't know which is super unfortunate I mean I think his health is more important than his career to him for sure but for a lot of these guys there's not much after the NFL it's really tough for them to adjust going back to regular life I I mean like your high profile guys can participate in being analysts or can uh, be some sort of venture capitalist or whatever. They can, they've got enough money that they can, they're fine, right? But with guys like Reichwell Armstead, he really hasn't made enough to probably live the rest of his life super comfortably. It's so. also important you don't get 
like the pension or health benefits or anything once you're out of the league if you don't have three uh whatever like three credited years in the league and so that's one of those things like he won't have three credited years so he wouldn't be able to get that like health insurance or pensions and stuff anything like that yeah pretty uh pretty crazy to to think about but i guess we'll go a little bit less heavy than that we'll go on to max versus brandon who i think we are all surprised about this outcome max down three of his top players beats brandon 132.6 to 107.3 i don't really know what happened in this matchup kyler murray dropped 40 which i mean we, we were kind of expecting that we've talked about that he does that and someone else usually pops off I'm assuming everybody else on Brandon's team was just kind of pedestrian. Uh, uh, he got 24 from A.J. Brown, but then, like, OBJ got injured before he could catch a pass. Uh, Kenyon Drake got hurt with 4.6 points, so some injuries definitely affected it. But, yeah, then the rest of his team just really didn't do anything. Like, DK had three points, which is going to happen if Tyler Lockett has a million yards. Yeah. And then even, like, George Kittle had under 10, which that has to be, like, the first time this year, right? Barring the week he got injured. Uh, that's a lie. Just just cut it. Dis- disregard. Just cut it. Okay. Never said that. <laughs> no, I, uh, I I think we were expecting it at least one week out of Brandon, and I don't know if it's going to continue. But uh, Kenyon Drake, it sounds like if you would have seen his reaction to how he got injured, you would have thought it would have been a season-ending injury, but mm-hmm. he could be back in two or three weeks. Sounds like Which is surprising. Uh, they said he like partially tore the ligaments. Which would be equivalent to like a Which is like a sprain. A sprain. Yeah. yeah. It's just a weird way to word it. Yeah. Like, just call it a sprain. A severe sprain, probably. I will agree the way he reacted on the field as to yeah. the way I he was rolling he had, around like, and stuff like that, it looked really bad. I was like, oh he must have like torn his Achilles or mm-hmm. something and then Yeah, two weeks. No. That's that's not bad. Nice for Max gets a little bit of a break with Chase Edmonds as well. Mm-hmm. I think they are on bye this week, potentially. Yes. So yes. doesn't really get that use out of him. But Edmonds has looked really good, and he's been one of the most efficient backs. It's kind of been the story of his career so far. If he gets the opportunity, I think he'll be real solid as number one, but that's just not the way that they run things around Arizona. So mm-hmm. going to stay in a committee, I'm sure. Uh, from there, we'll go into Jack versus Connor for the fifth of Tito's. Jack beats Connor 139.8 to Connor's 107.9. Connor's getting real cocky and confident. It's nice to see him get taken down a notch every once in a while. So, Yeah, he got uh, six total points for, or six and a half points from his starting running backs. And that's obviously not something you want, but. Frank Gore got him six points on his bench, which... Sounds like he's got an every week starter there. Yeah. I mean, that's... I'm sure it was four yards a carry or something like that. I think he had 11 carries 11 for, for 60. 60. Yeah, not... Not not bad. Michael Pirine <laughs> was supposed to be like their... Everybody says he's going to be a bell cow, but I think efficiency-wise, Frank Gore has been more efficient so far. You can't so. be a bell cow if Frank Gore is also on the team, like... It's just not allowed. It's not allowed, yeah. He'll get his carries. I get that. You got anything to say about it? Got any got any more shit to talk? Uh, it was not a good matchup. Uh, Connor was clearly overmatched, and uh, I, I'm just really disappointed in him for even coming at me, and I'm really glad that I can move on to the next one. 
Yeah, they kind of just felt like a free bottle of Tito's to you, probably. It did. It did. It made my weekend a lot better. Mm-hmm. It was pretty equivalent to... So you would call yourself Ohio State in this matchup a little bit earlier than the 30-minute mark, by the way. Yeah. You call yourself Ohio State in this matchup in Connors, Nebraska. Yes, but We're, the worst side of Nebraska. So, like, the last six times out... Ohio State's beat Nebraska by 35-plus points. So. Yeah, actually, funny stat for you. The past six times Ohio State and Nebraska has met, sorry, Ohio State has like 320 points and Nebraska has 110. Kind of sums up Connor and I's uh, competitive relationship here. It was almost there this week just in the single matchup between yeah. you two. So I think we can just start calling Connor instead of Corn Dog, maybe Corn Husker. Oh, that's a good nickname. I mean, especially coming up this weekend, if we got everybody to just call him Corn Husker, I think he'd lose it. I, I mean, it sounds pretty accurate to me. He's he's going to be stuck on three wins all season. It's going to be about when Nebraska gets all season. So, (laughs) do you still believe in him getting last in the league? I'm, I'm not as confident, but I think that there's still a chance. Because now that, is it Connor has the runs is under new team ownership? I believe that. Connor could get last place now. I mean, he's out of the playoffs. So, as of right now, he's out of the playoffs. So, there's definitely an opportunity. Anything happens in the playoffs. Drew's team put up 110 points. He was out of the bottom six. I think he was, I guess he was higher than Tostin, but everybody else outscored him. So, and Jesse. Higher than Tostin and Jesse. So, not even the top three of the bottom six so he's definitely sliding we'll go kind of past that and go to uh to you versus adam yep big win big win big week pretty concerning up until the like last what quarter and a half of the afternoon games didn't didn't seem like you had too much look i i had all my cards laid out there um you know going into poker terms i don't really play poker so i it's gonna be hard to you know relate this but i was sitting there with a royal flush which was those four touchdowns that my team scored in 30 seconds and i just had to wait till the river was played so i could flip them over yeah, those those are poker terms right there <laughs> those are poker t- terms and <laughs> let me tell you per- perfect poker terms used what an analogy let me tell you uh yeah no that was that was insane um started out with that justin herbert rushing touchdown Rojo got a touchdown. Which Tyreek got a touchdown. All really, uh, all really saved the day, you know. Yeah. Um, and then Adam couldn't get it done on Monday night, and did he have any? Chris Carson on Sunday night as yeah, well. Yeah, Chris so. Carson on Sunday who got hurt. That definitely saved me because then he had Cooper Cup who still put up like eight points or something. So if Carson hadn't been hurt, I probably would have lost. But we don't deal with ifs on my team. No, a, a dub's a dub. You take it at this point. Exactly. So. That moves you up to 6th, Adam to 11th. Jack, you got anything on this? Uh, Adam had Darren Fells and Derek McKinnon combined for negative points. Um, so that's not yeah, obviously going to win a game. Management. Otherwise, uh, are we ready to say Justin Herbert is the best offensive rookie in the class? I am. I mean, I already have. I changed my team name to Herbie. He looks really, Foley really Rosen. comfortable. That's what I'll say. He looks very comfortable. I, I don't think I'm on Mike saying it, but I said that he's a perfect fit to replace Philip Rivers in like the Chargers organization. I didn't think he was going to be this good. Definitely didn't like. I thought he was going to be better than Joe Burrow his first year because Joe Burrow was kind of thrown into a 
bad team. Very bad. He, all O line, all that. He, he he still looks fine, but I think that it's all but locked up. Well, James Robinson's been very good as a yes. undrafted free agent yep. as well. So I I still think it's all but locked up. If he can even do eighty percent of what he's done these last couple of weeks, the rest of the season, he's got the mm-hmm. rookie of the year. You think up. Herbert over Burrow? I think so. Yeah, but. What do I know? I've been wrong on like 90% of my predictions. So, anyway, with that, we'll go to a really big matchup between Tostin and, I guess, formerly James. It's Stan helping James run the the team now. Another big shocker, I guess. One of the two games, I think, between Max had all but two people pick against him, and then James and Stan had all but... They had everybody pick against them in our in our wagers. Both of them ended up winning, uh, 117 to Tossin's abysmal, 78.6. Uh, I, I don't really have too much to say about it outside of, I guess, good for James and Stan. Congratulations, James and Stan, for getting your name back in the hat. Re- really did not think you, you were going to score over 100 points the rest of the season. <laughs> that James Conner... Trade must have helped, maybe inspired. He only had, he only had twelve points. Inspire I mean, the team a little bit, though, you know. And Fournette being back really helped them. Tossin really could have lost by more if uh, Todd Gurley doesn't accidentally fall into the end zone there at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah that was that was. Uh, I, it's not really news, but pretty bad that they end up losing after that happened. So pretty same pretty way Penn State did this weekend as well. So anyway, we'll we'll skip the next one on the screen and go to. TB12 versus CD's Nuts. Uh, Nick wins 115.3 to Drew's 110.25. Really, I think Drew, top to bottom, probably outperformed Nick, but 41 from Brady, and I don't know, Alvin probably put up 20. 19. So more than half his points from two players, and I said 115 would win this matchup. It would have before the stat corrections. Nick scored 114.8, but Drew couldn't get it done. I mean, it it sucks. Devontae, Devontae Adams played. Devontae, yeah, he, went out of his mind. He he tried, but he just couldn't get there. So we can kind of, I guess we should talk about the wagers on that one. Devontae outscored Nick's two running backs, who ended up being, we went Melvin Gordon and Kareem. 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 Versus... Uh, CD and Devonte. CD had one yard rushing, and that was it. And Devonte Adams still, or Adams still outscored those two. So, for those of you, and I feel like most people picked Devonte Adams and all, CD Lamb, right? All but Connor. Yeah. So <laughs> um, nice pick, Connor. Or sorry, Cornhusker. <laughs> so all, all but Cornhusker there. So we can talk about, uh, I guess, Keenan Allen and DJ Chark. I didn't even look at the scores, but I knew Keenan Allen way outscored DJ Chark. Uh, even though DJ Chark got traded midweek. Yeah, so DJ Chark had three points. Uh, Keenan Allen had 14. That was a good uh, bounce-back week for Keenan Allen because he's been struggling a little bit this year. I mean, he looks legit with Justin Herbert, so should be should be a uh, a good pickup or, I guess, a, a good player for Adam the rest of the year. Should be nice. Uh, who was the last – what was the last wager? Do you know it there? Uh, let me look. I got it in my notes. Kyler and Mahomes. Oh, yes. and Kyler and outscored. Yeah, Mahomes, Mahomes has been, had twelve. Been a little bit pedestrian. It was it was tough. Like I said, I they ran like fifty mm-hmm. offensive plays this week. They their, haven't needed him to be anything special. I was gonna say their their defense scored two touchdowns. Their defense and special teams. So they really were not on the field very often, and it was cold and snowy, and they 
I mean, ran the ball, I think, 17 times and had over 100 yards rushing. It was it was a pretty rough game for your Broncos, but... Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. You got a fantasy <laughs> win, so you're good. We'll go into the game of the week. Number two versus formerly number three, Ben. Jaden beat Ben 120.5 to Ben's 98.7. Again, not a super impressive showing from either, but... I mean, it's it is what it is. I, yeah, I I don't really have much for this game. I Jaden's team was pretty consistent all around. No one really busted, but no one had like a super good game. Uh, DJ Moore was his highest score with twenty three, and then yeah, Ben's team just didn't quite show up. You got anything, Jack? Nope. Tough look for Ben this week. Looks like he's blowing up the team. Uh, getting rid of Zeke. He's got AP there. Um, obviously, he got back Miles Sanders. So, Yeah, I guess we didn't really talk about the trades that happened this week. No. But Zeke from Bent, Brandon for Miles Sanders. I don't know the other ones that really. Johnny Smith for Jarek McKinnon, Adam and Tostin. Uh, Connor gave up Mark Andrews. Tostin gave up Devontae Freeman and Noah Fent. And then. I didn't even see that one, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Latavius Murray I saw for TJ Hawkinson. Yep, that yep. was what started it. That was a, at the, the very beginning of the day. Yep. So, I mean, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of movement. I feel like people are starting to realize what exactly they need for their teams. So they're being more aggressive, trying to go out and outside of a couple, I I will say, but I won't I won't mention it. I I, I guess I guess maybe I'll hint at it by <laughs> talking about his wide receivers. A really fun stat for you, Nick had. 3.3 combined points from the three wide receivers he played this week. And his team had a combined eight targets from his wide receivers out of the five wide receivers he had. So, I mean, if you talk about Tyler Lockett had 20 targets, Deontay Johnson had 15 targets. I know I'm not trying to sell him and he won't <laughs> listen anyway, but... There's uh there's definitely targets to be had and other guys that could I guess do his team a little bit better than what he's got. So he's just a little bit stubborn on trading or looking for other wide receivers. Definitely likes the guys he likes. So well, like we said earlier, uh really feels like he's gonna, you know, live and die by his running backs. If his running backs don't have a good week, he's he's just gonna whatever. He doesn't care. Yeah. I mean, it's it's okay. I guess come Come winter time, come playoff time, he'll he'll really see if that's a strategy he wanted to have the entire season or not. But it's worked all right for him this this far. He's I guess in fifth place at four and three. So mm-hmm. all right, we can move on to our wagers from this week. A pretty solid week all the way around. Let's start with the lowest score because I thought it was funny. Just a bad week for him overall for uh Connor, a.k.a. Cornhusker, <laughs> two, two points there. And I think Tossin was pretty low as well at three. Then we go three and a half from, or three from Jesse, three and a half from David, which, you know, out of Not the out of the cellar. The last two say. weeks you've been, been last. So four from Brandon, four from myself, four and a half from Drew, five from... Jaden and Jack for the first time on 
on the boat. We're on the board. Here we go. He, he's uh, he's only 28 points back from the leader, but, you know, at least he's he's in it. Got to get a run going sometime. Uh, Max got five and a half. Adam got five and a half. And the rich get richer with Ben, who got six. Uh, only person to get all four of the wagers correct there. So uh, Ben's the leader at 33 and a half, followed by Drew, Adam, Connor, and myself, David, yada, yada, yada. I, I won't go you through them You almost have yeah. to wonder, looking at the wagers right now, Ben picked Jaden to win. You almost have to wonder if he threw his matchup just to... I- just to win ten dollars at the end $20. of twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Sorry. I mean, I, mean, I I'm okay with you putting that conspiracy out this there. This has I mean, some very look, like Pete Rose vibes going I'm, on. Right I'm now. not saying we need to do a little bit of like undercover investigating or something. We can go full Alex Jones if you want. Made Forget the friggin' frogs gay. You know, just do that type of thing. But I, I birds mean, aren't real. Like that type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, big Hollywood. Banging boys. I think that one's actually a little bit closer to real than than not. But the friggin' frogs being gay, birds not being real, chemtrails, chemtrails, and Ben shaving points to win twenty bucks on wagers at the end of the season. That's that's what we've got right now. I believe it. Let's throw it out there. I don't know. We could throw some hashtag or something. Get it trending on Yahoo Fantasy Chat. I don't know. We'll figure but, it out. But anyway, we'll uh, we'll move into this week's matchups. I don't know. I I don't have much to say about it. N- nothing super intriguing on these this week's matchups. A lot of uh, higher seeds versus lower seeds. So we'll start with myself versus Tostin. I'm picking myself like always. Uh, I've got the Jags out, so I lose James Robinson and DJ Chark, but. I don't see that it's being too much of an issue. I still think I I beat Tossin because, like he acknowledged earlier, uh, or last week, we do think his team is shit. So, at least I do. I still do, yeah. And we have a wager? Yeah, so it's uh, Travis Fulgham and Adam Thielen, just whichever one scores the most points. All right, I'm also going Thielen, so... Yeah, I'm going to go you and then Thielen. I don't think having James Robinson and DJ Chark is really gonna out is really going to hurt you that much. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what Tossin does at QB, though. Uh, he has Cam Newton in there right now, and you kind of wonder if he's going to try to you know find the waiver wire or find trades for a, a QB because... No backup on his team yeah, right now. Yeah, doesn't really feel like Cam Newton's going to be working out for you know, fantasy purposes for the future. What's the status on Aaron Jones? See out this week still? They have not come out with anything for Aaron Jones yet. Gotcha. I'm going to take Travis, and I'm going to take Fulgham this week against Dallas's D. Um, Kirk Cousins just has really played the worst season of his entire life, um, and that Dallas D, obviously, we all know, is just terrible. Mm-hmm. So here's a fun stat about... Running backs, I guess, this season since Jack brought up Aaron Jones. Who is the number one running back this season point scored? I already saw this. Is it James Robinson, wasn't it? He's number two. Oh. Alvin Kamara is number Alvin one. Alvin Kamara is number one. And then James Robinson's number two in fantasy. Half point PPR scoring at least. So Derek Henry's gotta be close. He is probably at three. Three. 
James Robinson just has like three or four games, like pretty big games. So, um, pretty nice pickup after the draft when I didn't really have mm-hmm. any running backs. So, can't complain there. Anyway, we'll go to the Frenchman in Max versus She Holler in Swaller and Jesse. Um, Jesse was already on suicide watch from last week. I don't think it helps too much this week going up against Max, who I, I think is probably my number one team in the league right now, especially after beating Brandon. I've got Max winning, and no wagers on the No team. wagers. And you know what? I'm going to go for the upset here. Uh, Max has Terry McLaurin, Chase Edmonds, and Will Fuller all out on buys this week. And he has a couple injuries, doesn't he? He he might not be able to play a kicker. And uh, injuries, maybe. I, don't know. I thought he had potentially five guys out. He does have because he has uh, his other tight end is also out. Thomas. You can drop a tight end, but he for can a drop him. Yeah, he has Logan Thomas, but yeah, he doesn't have anyone on his bench that can play. It doesn't look like he has any injuries, but I I don't know. I just have a feeling that this is going to be the week for Jesse. All right. It could be just because it's a low week for Max, but... You're not just saying this to, like, schmooze up to Jesse because he's coming back in town for the first time in a couple weeks and you want him to like you, or... No, I would never. Okay. I mean, just wondering. Who you got, Jack? I do not have that same feeling. I think Jesse's going to win by 30-plus. Mahomes against the Jets. Henry against Cincinnati. You got... Oh, you mean Max? Max, yes. Max is going to be Jesse. (laughs) I was going to say, whoa... (laughs) Jesse by 30 points. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be that bad. (laughs) He has Mahomes, Henry, great matchups. That Rams defense is playing Tua, who's just stepping in. I think Max wins by a landslide. All right. All right. We'll go into our, I think we will call it our projected last place game. I mean, that's what it was preseason. I guess we'll skip the one before that to go into our projected last place game. (laughs) At least it was preseason. Adam versus Connor. Both of them projected pretty low. I don't know if they've got people out or Deshaun what. Deshaun Watson's yeah. out right now. I'm Adam gonna, has his kicker out, and that's it. I'll go but. Adam regardless. I, I can't believe that he's only projected 96 points without a kicker. But <laughs> I'm going to go Adam regardless, especially if there's no Deshaun. Is there any wager on this one? Yes. So this wager is Stephon Diggs and Robbie Anderson uh, versus Cooper Cup and Keenan Allen. I'm going to go... Cup and Allen on this one. You know, I'm I'm also going to go Adam. I think he does have a bounce back week, and obviously, Connor not having Deshaun Watson is going to hurt him. Um, and his running backs are ass, but we already knew that. Like he got Latavius Murray and it after he still, dropped him, yeah, yeah. traded, yeah, traded for Latavius Murray. And it still doesn't feel like a good running back to have in his starting spot. Dropped him, traded him. So Latavius has gotten he's getting like thirteen touches a game in that New Orleans offense over the last like four games, which is nice, but the fact that he dropped him and then had to trade T J Hawkinson. You'd still prefer to have to that as a flex option rather than mm-hmm. probably yeah. your R V two. You'll take yeah. what you can get at this point. So but I regardless it's not a great option. I am gonna go with Diggs and Anderson for more points. Here you go, Jack. And then I've got Adam in this matchup. Connor without Deshaun, Godwin, and possibly Michael Thomas just doesn't do enough for me. And then I'll take um, Keenan Allen and Cooper Cup. I like their matchups this week. 
All right, and we'll we'll go on to someone who got pretty bitter that we picked him so low early in the season. Uh, the Big Bad Wolf, 1-0, Jack, versus Brandon coming off his first loss. I'm going to say Brandon makes it two in a row. It looks like the projections, Brandon's got Kyler out, which hurts. Kyler out, Odell out, um, McKissick. It will be uh, Antonio Brown could come back this week, though, so he could plug him in. We'll, we'll see if he decides to do that, especially without any real knowledge of what he's going to do. But I'm going to go Jack. You've been... You've been pretty strong, and Brandon's got a lot of guys out. So, Yep, and then the wager on this one is Pittsburgh D versus Baltimore D. Pittsburgh and Baltimore play each other. So I'm going to go with Baltimore's tough, but I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. I think that they just blitz enough, and they have an interception in every game for like the last, what is it, like 25 or something like yep. that? And so. uh, a sack in the last like 68 games. Yeah, I'm going to go with Jack in this one as well. And then, uh, I mean... Big Ben's careless with the ball sometimes. Because I have Lamar, I really... I feel like I have to go with Baltimore's D just because I can't have it... I can't go with Pittsburgh D because then I'm basically saying that Lamar's not going to go off. I mean, it's understandable. Logic, I guess, so... Uh, my own matchup here, I will take myself, and I'm going to take Pittsburgh's defense in the game this Sunday at Baltimore. I think Pittsburgh wins that game, moves on to 7-0, and uh, everything's feeling great in the Steel City. All right, let's move to Ben versus Stan and James. I'm going Ben. Uh, I think it's pretty lopsided. Looks like Stan and James might have a couple people out, Christian Kirk at least. But I think it's Ben bounces back with like a thirty point win. So yeah, I'm also going with Ben. I don't think it'll be super close right now. Oh shoot, I'm in the wrong week. That would be right right now. Yeah, it's it just doesn't feel like it's going to be a close one. Right now, he's projected to win by like forty five. I am going to go with Ben as well. I think it could get really interesting towards the end of the week. Ben has six guys that are questionable and uh, not listed in there yet. So. If for some reason none of those guys can go, he might be scrapping the waiver wire towards the end of the week, but I'll take Ben this week. All right, we got Drew versus Jaden. This one's actually, projections-wise, the closest game we have all week. I've picked in the last three weeks. I, I've i been saying he's going to score 115 to 120 points. He got close this week. Devontae's an animal. I'm going to say Drew over Jaden. And it's, it's going to be close. I think it's probably going to be, like I said, 115 to 120 points. But he beats Jaden and finally gets off his four-game, five-game skid now. So, uh, Yeah, I'm going to go with Jaden in this one. Uh, I think Josh Allen has a bit of a bounce-back week. He's been kind of like average for a quarterback, I guess, the past couple weeks. Um, I feel like he's going to have a bounce-back big game. Uh, it will be interesting to see if Philip Lindsay is able to play or not, though, with that concussion. But I'm still going to go with Jaden. And I'm going to take Drew. I think uh, Adams against Minnesota, that New Orleans D against Chicago. He's got a lot of places that I think uh, Jaden's going to struggle this week. So I'm going to take Drew. All right, and we'll wrap it up with the game of the week. So pick this one it's for a point and a half. No hedging. I know... Jaden always asks about hedging, so it's going to be you 
David in Herbie Fully Loaded versus Nick in TB12. I don't know if Nick has people out or what, but I've gone you every matchup for the last two years. I'm going to continue that outside of the ones in our own. So uh, I think Justin Herbert is going to pop off again. It's going to be enough. I don't know if you're even going to play him. You might play yeah, him. Yeah, whether he's on my bench or in this round. I haven't decided yet. He, he's he's bringing leadership regardless. Um, I have too much of a good thing right now. It's, it's not the worst thing in the world. I'm also going to go with myself. I'm sure that's a big shocker seeing as I've also never picked against myself before. You know, I'm feeling some big games from Tyreek. Uh, he's got the Jets, so I'm hoping, you know, gets in the end zone early because they're probably going to be running it by halftime. Um, and, yeah, it'd be great to have Cole Beasley kind of go off against Nick because I know how much Nick likes having Cole Beasley on his own team. So feel real good to be able to really have Cole Beasley go off against him. Yeah, real weird attachment there between those two. I don't know if they're, like... Yeah, soul brothers or sisters <laughs> or something, but yeah, Eskimo brothers, well, maybe potentially. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Cole's doing. I'm also gonna take David in that matchup. I just think that um, between Nick's three wide receivers, they have a really tough matchup this week again. Buffalo going against New England, and James Washington probably won't catch very many balls against Baltimore this week. Um, so with that, without that contribution, I'm taking David. Yeah, and we'll see what Nick does on the waiver wires like we kind of talked about. But I don't know. I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. So that was our last matchup. Um, anybody, you got any closing words here, David? No, I got nothing. You got you got anything, Jack? David, is it is it, is it an easy call to start uh, Lamar Jackson against a great pit defense instead of it's Justin not. Herbert against no. your Denver Broncos? No, it's, it's honestly... It's been on my mind a lot today because it's one of those things. I obviously like Justin Herbert versus Denver better than Lamar, but I I don't know if I can put Herbert in and have him go off against the Broncos. I just this man. It's hard enough being a Broncos fan already. It, this man has had his girlfriend in quarantine for two weeks, hasn't busted a nut in two weeks, but just been saving himself, and all he can think about today is. Justin Herbert versus Lamar. <laughs> I do think that Steelers Baltimore game will end I'm, about thirteen to ten. Though. I'm really hoping for you know some like post nut clarity. Oh, it's just it's beautiful. Fantasy That's football post nut clarity. It, yeah, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna finish and immediately after have your app open already just so you can. Uh, I get what you're saying. Make the right decision. Mid nut clarity. Just grab my phone. Just. I, make the change. I'm sure Callie would really enjoy that <laughs> since she loves fantasy football already yeah. so much. So, uh, Anyway, Jack, thanks thanks for coming on, making the drive. We'll probably have you we'll, – you might have you on again by the end of the season. We're, like, we're kind of thinking last half of the year we'll do, like, pairs of people. Awesome. So, as long as I'm not with Cornhusker, I can't ask for much more than that. We can we can maybe – I mean, we can kind of talk about it, but maybe do people that are facing each other. Head-to-head head matchups. That would be, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be that'd pretty be cool. That would be pretty you cool. You know so. what else would be cool? A rap battle Ooh. to start it off. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I, I like where your where your mind's at. That would be pretty interesting. So we can, we can definitely discuss that a little bit more, I guess, off-air, but – Anyway, you got you got anything else to say before you you log off for at least a couple of weeks? Uh, nothing much. I appreciate you guys allowing me to come down. Looking forward to this weekend. Uh, hopefully, I go three and zero again this weekend with my fantasy team, the Buckeyes and the Steelers. And uh, I appreciate it, fellas. Yeah. You got anything? Nope.
All right, then A fuck it. A fuck it. A fuck it. Okay, you have to shit. Okay, bye.